This is a Federal News Network podcast. The Navy is well on its way to email and productivity services hosted in commercial clouds. The Marine Corps is already there. The more of the sea services IT offerings migrate from their own data centers to commercial environments, though, the greater the implications for the tech workforces. Aaron Weiss is the Department of the Navy's CIO, and Jennifer Edgen is the Marine Corps' Assistant Deputy Commandant for Information. At this week's Navy League Sea Air Space Conference, they spoke with Federal News Network's Jared Serbu about the workforce aspect of network modernization. You know, I think the big change as you move to provided capability in lieu of created capability, right? So as we start to consume uh, cloud-delivered capability and compute capacity, uh, it moves us into an environment where we're more focused on the outcome and we are more focused on, if you will, the product of the information environment and and thinking about it. And we've begun the conversation uh, within the department uh, on that product management mindset um, in sort of an agile approach where we're thinking about need versus kind of big R requirement. We're thinking about the demand signal uh, from the Navy and Marine Corps uh, in terms of capability versus, uh, you know, we took it through a a committee or we took it through a governance board. And, you know, I I think it, it continues to up the, the, the clock speed and, the, and our ability to respond. Uh, and so we're going to look for uh, you know, a workforce that's able to manage not at the technical eaches level, but at the outcome and capability level. Doesn't mean we don't need to focus on the technical side of this, but it's going to allow us to be much more responsive uh, from a demand signal side. It'll present challenges on the workforce end because we're going to Uh, have to bring people along and allow them to evolve and retool to that place. But it'll be a huge opportunity as well. Uh, It'll allow us to be more closely aligned with how industry uh, views and makes use of technology capability in the same way. Uh, And it'll help uh, provide us a hook to keep people engaged. Uh, And so I think it's an exciting transition, but it's one that uh, we're going to have to work very hard uh, to understand and reach out to people and to Uh, help move them in that way of thinking. It's early stages for that transition, but um, it it is going to be an important transformation. Jenny, different thoughts on Marine Corps workforce needs? Uh, So building on on what uh, Aaron said here, uh, really what we're trying to do is show a pathway uh, and show a pathway, and that pathway can look a little different for our uniformed Marines and our civilians. Um, and because we want to create an environment where folks can adapt and grow. For civilians, that could look like coming into the government for a couple of years, going back out to industry, doing some things in industry, and really offering kind of those flexibilities uh, back and forth. So this is challenging kind of that traditional government mindset of you're hired in like right out of college and you retire uh, 20, 30, 40 years uh, later. Um, There's a lot of, uh, so that's in and out of government, but also within the government. How do we have experiential opportunities to move uh, some time in the Marine Corps over to the Dawn, to the Navy, other services to offer those career roadmaps and uh, pathways. So we want our particular civilian workforce to feel uh, when they come in to uh, work with the Marine Corps, there is, it's the land of opportunities. 
uh, and to be able to uh, fur uh, further those opportunities and, and create that really a great place to work. Uh, for our uniform Marines, the 17XX uh, modernization is just uh, really our, our, our ticket to uh, success and modernization there uh, because uh, it, it offers a uh, uniform or, uh, Marine, an officer or an enlisted, a chance to uh, build a, a wealth of skills to apply them in multiple different scenarios, uh, and then uh, to really become a uh, subject matter expert uh, in, the, in, in their field. That's uh, well-rounded and very topical to today's challenges. And, and on the Navy side, I think it was a big objective of the, the new engine contract recompete to collapse NMCI and OneNet and all the different enclaves into a single coherent structure. Can you give us an update on how that's gone? Is that progressing as quickly as you would like to see? I mean, uh, my greatest strength is impatience. It's also my greatest weakness. So um, is it ever going fast enough? No. Uh, but uh, it is making great strides. Uh, in fact, uh, the flank speed program is now on the cusp of starting to deploy into OneNet. There's a network consolidation program that's going to take literally hundreds of accepted uh, and legacy networks and put them through uh, a process uh, to look at what needs to be folded into that uh, enterprise network. So um, we are seeing in the future, uh, and hopefully the near future, that true convergence of all those separate networks on the Navy side. The Marine Corps has already done that to the greatest extent. They, they will wax poetic about deploying the mix in forward. Uh, I love the Marine Corps. Um, and so uh, I think it's bringing the Navy along with that. It's a process, um, but great strides are being made here. I, I was just going to give Jen the chance to brag about the Marine Corps' <laughs> progress on, on network modernization. What, what's that allowed you to do once you're in a place where you can say that you've got one network now? So it really opens up uh, the, the doors to have, I'll say, the varsity level discussion. Um, so we did a lot of really hard work of collapsing uh, domains. Uh, we did a lot of hard work in the design of, when we say the Mixen, uh, that means the entirety of our network. And our network being our infrastructure, our platforms, our security, our data, and our software services. And we didn't get there by, by chance. Uh, we did a lot of data analysis. We did a lot of bringing folks together. We did a lot of design thinking work. Uh, because, and this resulted in really our, uh, our keystone document uh, that kind of took this invisible space that people couldn't see and put down what does our future look like. Um, and this was called our uh, Marine Corps Information Environment Blueprint. So think of it this way. Would you ever hire a roofer, a framer, a plumber, and an electrician and say, build me a house and send me the bill later? No. You would, uh, you would actually bring those folks together. You would make a design. You would talk about how these different subsystems need to work together. We did that. We did that in our, for our Mixen. It was not, it was, it, and this is hard because it's not, um, super flashy work uh, that you, know, you have robots running around, but this is vital, necessary work that you have to do in order to prepare yourselves to go after that next level of uh, technology, that next level of uh, operations, that next level of business process. And so because we did that hard work and we really stayed the course, and it was hard, it was hard to bring the stakeholders together, it was hard to make the business case, it was hard to make the mission case, but once we broke through that, now our discussions are changing. 
Our discussions aren't should we, it's how might we do this differently in the future? How do we want it to work? Uh, against our force design uh, 2030 objectives. We're not having the discussion of, you know, is the green light still blinking? It's, it's having the discussion of how are we going to use this to our strategic advantage in the information environment. Jennifer Edgen is the Marine Corps' Assistant Deputy Commandant for Information, along with Aaron Weiss, the Department of the Navy's CIO. They were speaking on a panel discussion with Federal News Network's Jared Serbu at this week's Sea Air Space Conference at National Harbor, Maryland. Find all of our sea airspace coverage at federalnewsnetwork.com. Helping your employees learn new cloud skills helps your business become more agile, more resilient, and more secure. Not helping employees learn new cloud skills causes your business to become less agile, less resilient, less secure, less innovative, less profitable, and, well, ultimately less of a business. Don't become less of a business. Try Pluralsight and get your employees everything they need to learn new cloud skills. Learn more at Pluralsight.com vision. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.